Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I am Jake Sherman. Welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, January 11th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, House Republicans are getting organized. Who will be on key committees and how they plan to investigate the Biden administration? Number two, the debt ceiling debate timeline comes into focus. And number three, Senator Rick Scott is up on the airwaves everywhere but Florida. All right, Jake, let's get into it. We are slowly plotting towards uh, what the House Republican majority is going to look like. We have a speaker. We have key committee chairs. And now the big question is who's going to be on these committees as well as how exactly the House Republicans are looking to investigate uh, the Biden administration in particular with select committees that they are planning on standing up. Yeah, so the Republican Steering Committee will meet at 10 o'clock this morning. That is this morning in the Capitol, um, presumably in HC5 for all of you who are looking to um, looking to do a tailgate at the uh, at the, the steering committee this morning. Um, if you are working for a member who is uh, looking for an A committee, today's a big day. If you're a lobbyist, today's a big day because A committees, appropriations, Ways and means, uh, financial services are um, uh, will be at least starting to come out today. It's starting. People are starting to um, the steering committee is starting to place people on those committees. Important to note here, uh, McCarthy has suggested um, uh, that Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, has suggested that um, he is going to put more conservatives on these committees so that's something we need to watch out for um and that's something that that will presumably be decided in the next day or two um there's even talk of bringing people back next week bringing the steering committee back next week uh uh and that uh we'll have to see if they can how much they can get done today and tomorrow before they leave town i wouldn't be surprised to see the steering committee back next week um of course, uh, this is delayed, right? I mean, typically a lot of this uh, would have been been sussed out uh, before the end of the year, but because it was such a tough slog for him to try to figure out how to become Speaker uh, McCarthy, didn't want to upset. It was a tough slog. I I thought it was just like a real easy deal. Like you know, he he won by acclamation. I thought I, just just an average Tuesday for you, Jake. Before <laughs> an average Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for me. <laughs> yeah, no. So um, this is going to be a um uh it's it's just going to be a um. Uh, it's an important it's an important moment for McCarthy for the House Republican Conference, and it's also just I want to underline this. I want to put a pin in this, as the kids say. Um, that Duke, I don't know if kids say that, I but I, I don't think know, it, man. I think you might be aging yourself. I might be the old, maybe <laughs> maybe as Max Cohn would say, as the olds say. Um, you know the. Um, uh, this is one of the moments where McCarthy's going to have to make, or McCarthy and the steering committee, which he has four votes on, although less power than he's ever than a speaker has ever had before. Um, they have to make true or make good, I guess is the phrase, on the um, on the uh, uh, the promises that he uh, that he made to conservatives in his run for the speaker. That he would put more people on these committees. That he would, you know. Um, he would make them, he'd put them in the spotlight. So that's that. All right. Let's also just talk quickly. Uh, an interesting kind of set, you know, kind of subset of this is uh, the select committees. The House has approved two of them with far in reaching investigative powers. This is the first one being the select subcommittee on the weaponization 
of the federal government. Uh, this panel is going to fall under the jurisdiction of the House Judiciary Committee. We hear that Representative Jim Jordan, the Republican from Ohio, could chair this in addition to holding the gavel for the judiciary panel. Also uh, going to be uh, going to be going to be started is this House Select Committee on the Coronavirus Crisis, as well as a select committee on the strategic competition between the United States and the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, yeah. So let's start with the weaponization of the government committee. Um the Brez was calling this yesterday woe fog, the weaponization of the federal government. I don't committee. think that's gonna catch on. Let me I just I don't think that's gonna let catch me on. just put it right here. Let's move <laughs> on from that as an idea. <laughs> I kinda like it, uh, to be honest with you. Uh this committee sits underneath the um underneath the Judiciary Committee, and uh we hear that it could be chaired by Jim Jordan, who also chairs the um the full judiciary committee McCarthy hinted at that on uh Hannity last night I don't know if you saw Hannity's show last night I, I missed I, it I missed it I Sorry. did it was actually quite interesting they did the entire show soup to nuts beginning to end in the Rayburn room which is one of the one of the rooms McCarthy controls in the Capitol uh right off the house floor uh, they pre-taped at 5 30 in the audience they had a studio audience or I, don't, I guess it's not a studio um uh and it was all members of Congress, Republican members of Congress. And the Rayburn Room, interestingly enough, it's a public room, but it's it leads up to House Minority Leader uh, Hakeem Jeffries' office. I don't think that... I don't, I don't, I don't think, think Jeffries, Jeffries was having friend for a front seat. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Jeffries screening. was vibing with this, with this story, but I don't know that firsthand. Um, let's talk about the Select Committee on the Coronavirus. This is a, a committee that's going to probe the origins of the coronavirus. Um, you can imagine this being quite partisan. And they'll also, uh, I imagine, have uh, Anthony Fauci in, or try to have Anthony Fauci in. Uh, the uh, third committee, that that uh, China committee, is uh, got 146 Democrats voting for it, which is quite a bipartisan number, to be honest with you. Um, no surprise, we kind of projected that. Uh, Keeping these, the, the big picture, Anna, is keeping these committees in line is going to be really difficult and is going to fall to someone that we talked about this morning twice in the newsletter, Michaela Carr, who is McCarthy's general counsel, um, uh, who's going to be, um, you know, making sure the trains run on time and the trains stay on their tracks. But this is a problem for the for Republicans, Anna. I don't want to I don't want to over or understate this, but like Republicans have a bunch of committees with overlapping jurisdictions. I mean, the Oversight Committee is the weaponization of the Federal Government Committee for Republicans, you know? It's so they have to they have to keep all these people in their own lanes or create lanes for them. Going to be interesting to watch what is certain to be fireworks and a lot of investigations into the Biden administration. Let's go on to the number three story of the morning. A really interesting item in this morning's newsletter about Senator Rick Scott, the Republican from Florida. He's on the air nationwide talking about what else? His race against Mitch McConnell. The former chair of the NRSC is running an ad campaign touting his race against McConnell for Republican leader and his 11 point plan. Obviously, uh, our listeners, we've talked about this a lot. This plan was widely used as a Democratic talking point. It was not what Republicans want to be talking about. But still, Scott is now up running this ad in D.C., New York, Philadelphia, and L.A., curiously, not in Florida. 
Not the WDC, at least. Uh, maybe he'll start running it in Florida. Um, I am. Um, what the hell do I say here? I don't even know. I don't even know what uh, he's up to. This could just be a fundraising thing. But um, running an ad again about your race against Mitch McConnell is uh, is uh, is something to behold, uh, given all McConnell and uh, and uh, Rick Scott have gone through over the last year. All right. With that, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Please uh, share the Daily Punch. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter with all the details of what we talk about in the Daily Punch and more at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.